0: This is the Santa. Eric
1: Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this
2: is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This
3: is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva.
2: This is the Cigar Authority. The authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You're, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. How funny how? Like I'm a clown, I amuse you? What the fuck? So funny about me. Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it, who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Very stunned. The
3: Sportos and Motorheads, Geeks, Bloods, wasteoids
2: they all adore it. They think he's a righteous dude. And Chuck Morrison. I am
4: 35 years old and
2: I live
1: in
3: a van down by the river.
2: It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Light him up,
1: light him up, light him up, everybody. January 9th, 2016, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. In this week, Close, but no cigars. Cigars that didn't quite make the top ten. And joining us will be the president of Hammer & Sickle, Eric Hansen. And say it isn't so, it is the end of an era. The end of Old Fart Freddy. And what about those cigar magazines? What about
5: those magazines, Dave?
1: Cigar ratings. How would they like it if we rated them? Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority.
5: You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on Podbean, iTunes, or YouTube where you can set it and forget it.
1: And with us is Eric Hansen. He's the president of Hammer and Sickle Cigars, but more importantly, he is the president of Hammer and Sickle Vodka, and he always Mm. comes packing. Absolutely. There we go. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Thank you for having me. Those listening and not watching will see Mm. um, martini glasses. And uh, why not? Because we're drinking martinis Mm -hmm. on Saturday morning. Isn't this nice? This is very 80s of you. It's all about the – what happened in the 80s? We gave that up too quick. I know. I probably should have
0: worn my spandex today. Absolutely. <laughs> what the hell? <Absolutely. laughs> Speak for so the record, I 80s. don't need that kind of vision floating <laughs> around oh, in my nice. head. <laughs>
6: it's, it's great. He could have been roller
1: skating. It would have been amazing. I'll leave
0: the roller skating to Jonathan.
1: So, obviously, hammer and sickle vodka. I see ice mm. in here. What else do we have inside this martini? Just a beautifully shaken hammer and sickle
6: um, 80 proof. Russian Vodka, and we shook it up,
1: ice cold, and we just touched it with just a kiss of Vermouth. Just a little oil slick on top. And Vermouth is, uh, we were briefly talking that when you add Vermouth, you are wetting it. A cigar that would be a dry martini would have less Vermouth or no Vermouth.
6: Correct. Yeah. This is dry Vermouth, so it's, uh, I don't happen to enjoy sweet Vermouth. This is dry Vermouth, so you just get a little extra...
1: Again, that that beautiful, oily consistency in your mouth. And
5: it's really a, um, it's kind of a wine, right? It's a fortified wine. Yes, correct.
1: Now, shaken, not stirred, you shook it? I shook it. And that would be the uh, 007 version of the martini?
6: Yes, shaken, not stirred.
1: Yes.
5: Now, would would the the 007 have had the vermouth in it during the shaking process? Is there a bruising of the vermouth going on? Bruising of the vermouth?
6: Wow, that is deep. That is deep. You're wearing too much about the vermouth.
5: Okay.
7: Yeah.
6: You're wearing you're too concerned about the vermouth, and I'm concerned of your concern for the vermouth. You don't I see stirred help. You I don't need, see stirred drinks. It's so. gonna be okay.
1: I never <laughs> see anybody stirring a drink, it's always shook No, that was so seventies. Yeah? Stir. Oh yeah.
8: Okay.
6: Yep. You stir it with the As oil. a martini. Oh absolutely. Okay. Because a lot of people would have dry would would have martinis um straight, so with, with no cooling to it at all. So okay. it's just Warm, and a true martini is gin, so it would be warm gin with a kiss of vermouth,
1: and, it'd stir it, and it would stir it. It would just—I don't like a, va- a, a gin martini at all. You're not really a gin guy. No, I'm a vodka guy, and and hammer and sickle, if at all possible.
9: Yes,
5: I will not get a vodka drink unless the bar serves hammer and sickle. Exactly, I switch it up.
6: There are no other vodkas. There That's really what I not. tell everybody. <laughs> Try to explain
5: Do, it. We carry this kind. Yeah, I'm all set. I'll just—I'll drink something else. I'll have a soda. <laughs> all
1: right, so let's get to it. Let's get to c- cigars. We're going to drink uh, martinis while uh, doing, mm. doing so.
5: But Rudy's going to love this episode. He loves when you get loaded.
1: Yes. <laughs> Take one down, pass it all around. Who's Rudy? Rudy from Canada. Oh, we met Rudy from Canada. We, met, we did. We met we Rudy. Met Rudy. I met Rudy from Canada. What there a nice go. man. Absolutely. So um, this is uh, part of the Cigar Authority care package. Uh, this cigar went out to uh, 400 and so many people uh we're building up to 700 i mean 500 500 we're going to stop at 500 stop the bleeding so if you're not part of the cigar authority care package and you want to be you'll see on the cigar on the right hand side the care package click it it's 19.99 per month we uh will bill you every single month when we send the cigars out and you say uh you want to stop whatever you want to stop um both cigars we're going to smoke today is part of the care package, but you'll see that you get much, much more than your 1999, because one of the cigars is this Hammer & Sickle Tradition Churchill that we're smoking now. Barry, what do we know about this?
0: Well, the Hammer & Sickle Tradition Series is a hand-furnished blend of three-year-old Dominican tobaccos rolled within a breathtaking five-year-age Connecticut shade wrapper. A rich and creamy smoke, the cigar walks the line between mild and medium-bodied with a great leather, and rare spice notes throughout. The Tradition series is exceptionally smooth with subtle hints of pepper while coating the palate with a creamy richness. Hammer and Sickle delivers a smoking experience befitting the most astute cigar lover. The Churchill Measures 7x50 was Cigar Aficionado's number 11 cigar of the year. Or as Eric Hansen sitting next to me likes to say, the cigar is so good... They named it number one twice. Yes, they did. I got two number ones. There
1: we go. (laughs) All right, let's give it a cut and light and see what this is all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends from Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, it was Perdomo and Perdomo alone that cut out the federal S-Chip tax and actually lowered their prices. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, Tradition and excellence, excellence and tradition, and this is the tra- this is the Hammer and Sickle tradition, and actually the first Hammer and Sickle cigar to ever come out, right? That's right. This is the uh, the brand we launched Hammer and Sickle with, and Cigar aficionado is finally, finally taking note of it. We said this thing was great from the start six years ago.
6: Uh, yeah, two thousand and we showed it in late 09 at the show, and we shipped January of '10.
4: Okay. Eric, just for curiosity's sake, do you advertise with uh, Cigar Aficionado?
6: Uh, we do advertise with them on their
1: online footprint. Thank you. I'm just curious. Okay. So uh, we're going to light this up.
5: We're going to light this with the Vertigo Vortex. This is a fourteen ninety nine big-ass tanked beauty featuring triple jet technology and a uh, single action here, a flip top. You press the button down, the top flips open, and you're ready to rock and roll.
1: The Vortex is a tweener. It could act as a table lighter because it stands on its own. It has a big bottom base on it. Fourteen mm. ninety nine. dollars Vertigo uh,
5: likes big butts on their lighters, and they cannot lie.
1: Yes, they do. And um, Such I, a great song. I saw the, uh, <laughs> speaking of 80s, right? Oh, I saw the Vertigo rep yesterday, and we placed our order for our retail stores uh, ordering a uh, whole bunch of lighters. They have new ones coming out, uh, new ones that have arrived at some of our guests have, and, and we don't yet, but they're on their way because uh, they got some great stuff coming out there so we can talk about other Vertigos as they, they come in.
4: I think we should ask our audience what their favorite Vertigo lighter is. Yeah,
1: that would be a nice... Because uh, there's some good
4: variety out there, and it's a lot of they choices. should all have one.
1: There we go. A lot of choices, and we got more choices coming in because um, I was playing around with all the displays that he brought in, and uh, one's better than the other. It's like, holy God... Unbelievable. Taking the world by storm. And the price. I know. You
5: cannot argue with the price. That's an awful lot of lighter for fourteen ninety-nine. is. Thank
0: you. So uh, how much is the retail on this hammer and sickle Churchill? Nine twenty dollars 20 at twoguyscigars.com. Okay. So, uh,
1: and this is made at Tabadome? This is made at Tabadome which is the folks that make Davidoff cigars. So if you would take a Davidoff at maybe $30 for a size like this, you have yours for under $10, I would say uh, you're making a beautiful cigar uh, at that factory for a much lower price.
5: You know what's breathtaking about this yeah. cigar? The wrapper. Rapper's breathtaking. It, is
1: breathtaking. it is breathtaking.
0: They make beautiful
1: cigars. It takes
5: your
0: breath. It takes your breath away. It takes really does. Your away. <laughs> Who sang that? Mm. Takes your breath away. Who sang that? Takes your breath away. Take your breath away, Berlin, from the Top Gun movie. Oh wow! Okay. It's interesting how many people interpret this cigar
6: differently. You know, I've had, I've had people say, "Oh, it's incredibly mild." I've had people say, "Wow, it's solidly medium body." And we think it's right, right on that line between.
5: I would say a solid mild. mild plus. I, I do smoke these on the regular, mild plus.
0: I'm getting initial notes of rye. Mm. <laughs> Not the whiskey, the bread. Mm. Rye bread. Yeah. Do you get any Iranian pine nut? No, but I do get a touch of caraway seeds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, caraway seeds. I, um, and it hit the pea pots. I get oh, the, pea pods. I get
5: the same thing every time I smoke it. It is uh, a little bit of lemongrass. Really? It comes out on the... Uh, you
6: buying the any powder. of this, Eric <laughs> You know what I taste? What? Smoke. Smoke, yeah. <laughs> Delicious, lovely smoke.
1: So this, your, your first baby... Yes. Um, so this is to your taste, or you made a cigar for the market. It has nothing to do with what you wanted. I happen to love it.
6: I, yeah. um, <clears throat> as I've said before, with the, I like different cigars for different occasions. Mm. You know, I happen to like. There are very few cigars I would I would say in the world I don't like. I would just use them for different things. Um, so for tradition, this is a. <clears throat> my sort of sit down, relax and. Um, Enjoy. It's, our, it's, I guess, our, conno, uh, our connoisseur's cigar. There's a lot going
5: on. It's
1: nuanced. elegant. This is the elegant, elegant one. Yeah. It's uh, a very
5: contemplative experience, smoking the Tradition. Does it
1: Ooh, seem? cerebral are we today? Very, very cerebral. Good. Does it seem thin to you? Is so, this the
5: SIT prep course? <laughs>
6: <laughs> he's on fire. He's always he's, on fire. He's always on. Oh, I'm something.
1: Yeah, it seems good. thin. Thank you. Does it not?
6: It's a 7x48. It's a traditional Churchill. Yeah, this this Ah. is a real
1: Churchill, and it seems like it's a little thin because we're all used to 50 and above. It's crazy. Yeah.
6: It's crazy now. Funny in the uh, cigar aficionado, of the top 25, it was the only Churchill. Interestingly enough. So it is the best Churchill. There were four or five uh, you know bellicosos, the and there was some yeah, th- yeah, but it was the only I, uh, I was very surprised person. to
1: see all the bellicosos because bellicosos is a retailer, I'll tell you is, the, is the, uh, the slowest selling one you You'll see uh, in other people um, some bloggers and stuff. they had a whole bunch of lanceros on there again, horrible selling products, but they're, they're, they're judging of what they like what the taste is as a retailer, I have to look at. Everybody, and I say for some reason, people don't buy Lanceros and uh, people buy bigger ring gauges and they don't necessarily buy that many torpedoes. I talk to manufacturers, I say, How's your torpedoes going? Ah, oh, it's the worst, worst one, you know, and, and yet um, they're chosen as the best for mm-hmm. the magazine. So we're going to get into that uh, later in the show. But uh, what does number 11 mean to you, Eric Hansen? Uh, val- I think to an extent
6: it's validation. Okay. I'm not a big one on ratings in general. I think you know, you make what you like, you make what you can sell and you, you make you make business decisions based on business, not based on what third-party people um third-party people say about you. Yeah. But we've gotten a lot of credit for a lot of years on packaging, on personality, on, on I think how we carry ourselves as a company. And it was just nice to finally have somebody look inside the box and yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, oh, yeah, it, the cigar's good, too. The
1: cigar's good, too, right? Um, Nelson Alfonso says the same thing, that uh, it's always talked about his packaging. He said, the worst thing I ever did was make beautiful packaging because that's all they talk about, and I want them to talk about the cigar because the cigar is what it's about, and it's what it's about for you, too. And what you did on packaging, this was the, the first one, and it ends, ends up being a, a crystal box. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, wow, what do you do with this? And look look at the one with the crystal box. And they they did not talk about the cigar. They talked about packaging, packaging, packaging. Um, And what you wanted to do is actually highlight your cigar on the shelf, I would imagine. Correct. With packaging. But then somebody buys a cigar and says, wow, for for this kind of under $10, this is a $20 cigar all day. Sure. It's a great cigar. And now your validation is that a magazine like Cigar Aficionado said, yes, it is. Correct.
6: You know, it's very nice, and we like we like those guys quite a bit. There are two guys over there in particular that uh, mean mean a lot to me. Uh, they're very good good people, and they've been friendly. And
5: you can name drop if you
6: want. Always helpful. They know who they are. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> and so and we know to, they uh, listen.
5: <laughs> to be
6: uh, I, I guess it's sort of again, it's just it's nothing more for me. It's nothing more than validation. It's not like we're going to run around and create posters with giant number elevens on it. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: going to be. Well, let me ask you this: Did the needle move? When that happened. You know, we got a couple of phone calls from yeah. folks
6: uh, that day saying, hey, yeah, we definitely want to bring it in. We want to carry it. Again, it's a Churchill and a non-Churchill time of year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think where we, we where we will see the benefit is the April, May, June sure. when the yeah. Churchill comes back into vogue. And, oh, look, we've got the number one Churchill of the year.
1: Yeah. And do you, do you tell your sales staff at that point to say – you know, we're number 11. You know, yeah, we
6: have time, I think, because of the size and because of the time of year, we have time to determine exactly how we're going to to lever this and use it. Yeah, yeah,
1: use it to your advantage of what it is. You know, maybe somebody carries a different line of your cigars, and you could say at that point, well, you don't carry the tradition. Do you know right. this was uh, number 11? You know, where we are using
6: it already right away is we sent the data set to our group in South Africa where we sell hammer, um, and it's their summer. And, you know, they're all out golfing and doing their thing. Yeah. So that's the, uh, that's the use for – traditionally the use for Churchill sure. is a longer cigar, an outside cigar.
1: So, you know, there's a lots of uh, politics happening here in New Hampshire where we are. All the uh, politicians are here, and they uh, – I went uh, and uh, sat in on one of the Donald Trump rallies last mm-hmm. week. And As did I. Did you? Yeah, and I went you, to the one in Lowell. I was there. You were? I was there. Oh, fantastic. So that was uh, 10,000 people, jam-packed. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting. Uh, much like a WWE wrestling match, Mm -hmm. I mean, with everything that was going on. Really amazing. um, uh, Taking the politics out of it. But what he mentioned and what he does say at all his rallies is he starts reading out um, the numbers of all the different – online polls and things like that that happen, And he said, uh, you know, it drives people crazy. I always mention it. And why do I mention it? He says, I mention it because I'm number one. If I was number two, I probably wouldn't say a word. But I'm number one, so I'm shouting it out loud. And you're going to know when I'm number two because I'm going to stop talking about it. Right. As a number 11, I mean, is it something you really can't shout out too loud because you're not number one, you're number 11? We look at it as, listen, there are
6: 25. The the magazine is the... Is the is the gold standard in journalism and the you know for a very long number of years? I think there are a lot of online outlets that are coming up that are that are changing the game a little bit. But you know, for them to put you in their, their twenty five. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of bigger companies that have been around for an awfully long time probably look would look at number eleven and go, I'm not even going to talk about it. It's a joke. For us, it's validation. It is something we can talk about. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. something we're proud of. We 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 think we make good
1: products. You do. There's no doubt about it, and, and maybe that's a, a little push forward. Um, you know, why, if this is the same cigar it was six years ago, why six years later they say now you're number 11?
6: Don't know. Yeah? That's okay. a question uh, they'd have to answer. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right, Barry, thinking of, speaking of questions, what was the question of the week last week?
0: Well, it's time for the question of the week, brought to you by Duran Cigars. When the question is asked, what are you smoking, the answer should be Duran Duran Cigars combines the best quality tobacco fillers from Nicaragua and Latin America with their super premium Habano Criollo Colorado wrapper. Experience the difference, Duran Cigars. Last week, we asked if the Cigar Authority was to change its live broadcast time. Uh, Which would you like to see? Interesting. I Mm. did want to see this, so where are they? Well, the number one vote was 39% that it doesn't matter because they listen to the podcast anyway. However, 34%, like where it is, Saturday afternoon. If we were to change, the next leading vote getter would be Friday night, which got 15% of the vote. We had over 1,000 votes cast.
1: Ah, Friday Friday night? Friday night. Got anything better to do than listen to this crap on Friday night? (laughs) Wow. Friday night. And I have no life, so it's fine with me, but you you got something better to
6: do than listen. to But how you. interesting would it be to have this turn into like a whole party thing going on while you're every Friday night while you're doing it? And That's, everybody comes
1: and does it? Yeah. No.
6: Well, all, I mean, Think about hanging out up here, smoking. It's Friday night. Let it let it rip a little bit. You like it? I don't think it's bad.
8: I'm yeah. Angry. I don't know. You no guys complaints. are the pros, you know man. I'm just hanging. I go just hanging and banging.
5: Friday night. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I work every Friday night. <laughs> Ah, maybe that's why they're voting. Maybe they <laughs> know that. Oh, well, they're out to get you. Those 15% know that I DJ on Friday night, every Friday so night. So you think they're out to get you? They're out to uh, I get you. I uh, get some emails to possibly uh, read later they, with. They're out to get them. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not It's not hate mail. It's abhor mail. <laughs> oh, I love hate mail. I get hate, I get so much hate mail. <laughs> do could, you? How could someone possibly hate you? You're such oh, a good time. I
6: hate me. It's good. It's good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's that's what I say too. It drives me, feeds me. Love it. (laughs) Is it better to be feared or hated? (laughs) Both. Yes.
0: (laughs) Is C all of the above? Yeah, 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 right. So, being in the second half of the show, we're going to smoke a cigar that has Hmm? a musical connection. This week, we decided to ask you if you could bring back one musician from the dead for a final concert, who would that musician be?
1: Okay, what are our choices? Well,
0: we have a bunch of choices Frank Sinatra. Elvis Presley, Mm. Kurt Cobain, Johnny Cash, John Lennon, Freddie Mercury, Bob Marley, and we also have a spot where you could write in other. There was a write-in vote already for Cecilia Cruz, so I know that came from Jack Cruz. I mean, Jack Tarano, because Cecilia Cruz is one of his favorite artists. So we know the boys from Duran are voting in their own question. And the question of the week was brought to you by Duran Cigars, and as always, you can vote on the CigarAuthority.com just below the Duran advertisement. And when the question is asked, what are you smoking? The answer should be Duran Cigars. Experience the difference.
5: I've heard a couple of cuts of Freddie Mercury. Just the studio cut. No backing, anything. Yeah. Just acapella. him singing a cappella. Breathtaking. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. What a talent he was. I saw him live a couple times. The would-
0: songbird of his generation, really. Songbird. <laughs> that would be my uh, my vote. <laughs> Yeah? Yeah, because I never got to see Queen in concert, and I wouldn't mind seeing them with Freddie Mercury. See, yeah.
5: I thought where you were going with you sit next to a Queen every week, and so you'd like to see them <laughs> Did in you concert. you just call me
6: a Queen? No, he doesn't
5: sit, sit with you every week. I know, but I thought it was a metaphor for No, No, it wasn't. Okay. Take another drink.
1: Next Saturday. <laughs> wow. Next Saturday. Wow. This is how you treat your guests here, Dave. This is great. No, seriously. Now he's drinking. He's an ugly drunk. Stand up when you talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Next Saturday, humidors and how to use them. We're going we're gonna to look at refrigerated humidors, mm. fireproof humidors, uh, and all kinds of regular humidors. We'll talk and go in-depth with that next week. But right now, thoughts on the Hammer and Sickle Tradition. 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 Tradition.
5: Listen, this is a cigar that is in my regular rotation of things that I smoke on a regular basis. I like the fact that it is mild enough for me to enjoy Early in the day, or I don't have to have a big meal be- before I smoke it. Uh, the flavors are very complex. It it hits your palate like a fuller bodied cigar would, without packing that nicotine punch. So I very much I very much like it.
0: It's definitely full flavor without the full power strength. Um, very rich, creamy notes, smooth rye, caraway seeds. Mm. Definitely a, a favorite of mine. What I will say is.
1: This was a regular rotation cigar for me until until Trademark came out. And then I went into Trademark, which incidentally, uh, in our retail shops is the number one, two, and three uh, selling cigar that's there. Uh, I push it because I like it so much. And what this rating ended up doing is getting me to go back to this again. And what have I been doing? I've been forgetting about this. Right. So even though it is six years after, mm. it maybe brings the person back to something, you know, try it again for the first time, basically. And why don't I smoke this regularly? And maybe I will again. So you've
5: got six cigars now in your portfolio, if I'm not mistaken. You are correct. And so you, you really do have, there is an ask for every seat at this point. You've got there is, that's correct. the trademark which is the guy that wants to smoke something that's ultra mild Mm -hmm. you've got the guy that wants to smoke a maduro Mm -hmm. that's also mild correct you've got this which is a little bit of a step up maybe a mild cigar smokers after lunch cigar sure you step it up even a little bit further into the berlin wall series and then for the people that like fuller bodied cigars you have it looks like a maduro but it's really connecticut broadleaf right Mm -hmm. in the um, moscow city Mm -hmm. so there is something in your portfolio for everyone and for anyone that can smoke anything, you've got something for every part of the day. I would say that's genius, my friend.
6: It doesn't have to be complex. You don't have to have 800 sizes in 800 formats. For, well, that's the other
5: thing is all your sizes are fairly standard sizes. They all sell. We don't have
6: a loser. Robusto, Toro, Churchill. That and, is 90%, and no one can tell me different, that is 90% of the cigar business in the United States, period, end of story.
5: And you, you do have one 660, and it's in the Tradition series. Uh, Line, six and a half by 60. That is correct. Which is...
6: We have a couple of people that like it, so yeah. we make it four, and, and that's
1: it. It's great. All Very right. Very streamlined. We're going to go to break, and when we come back, the magazines rate the cigars, but who rates the cigar magazines? I do. And uh, we're going to bid a, a farewell to Old Fart Freddy, who we haven't lost an advertiser. We just lost a laugh or two. And another cigar that didn't quite make the top 10, it's another 11 when we return. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network.
0: The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled.
5: Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a lagianna Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up, but oh yeah. They're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana.
9: Oh yeah. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the Hallmark
4: molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous, the light, easy, and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series, from Hammer and Sickle. Live well.
1: Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose
5: Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. and every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much
1: more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready?
5: Jose Dominguez. Jose
1: Dominguez.
3: Jose Just a reminder, you can listen to the Cigar Authority every Saturday live. Just tune into the cigarauthority.com at 12 noon Eastern. Or 9 a.m. specific time if you live on the West Coast. You mean Pacific. No, I mean specific. Specifically at 9 a.m. if you live on the West Coast.
1: That's terrific. I mean specific. There
3: you
1: go. And we are back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast almost six years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. The magazines sit up on their high horses. Is that what they do? They sit up on their high horses, and they rate cigars, but who rates them? You do. I do, and I'll uh, get to that in the very last of Old Fod Freddy. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority, and Mr. Hanson, you do not have to uh, chime in on this editorial that I'm about to read. Okay. Uh, welcome to. You're welcome to. But I will sip my martini. You, uh, because you may uh, feel that uh, it could hurt you in some way okay. uh, doing that. Uh, And I don't want to do that at all. I don't want to hurt me either. There's a reason for all that I do. Do I want to create controversy? I want people to think. Think about what I have to say These are magazines, and their job is to criticize and to rank and to talk about cigars. And they do sometimes in nice ways, and they do sometimes in not-so-nice ways. But I think they want to stay true to what it is. If the cigar isn't good, they tell people it's not good. So I decided they rate cigars, but has anybody rated them? Cigar magazines, how do they stack up against each other? So some might say print is dead, meaning that nobody reads magazines, newspapers anymore, but it doesn't seem to be that way in the cigar world. At least five major publications continue to survive in this teeny tiny industry called premium cigars. I've been in this industry long enough to remember when there was no publications. And to be honest, when I first heard of the launch of what... Most believe was the first magazine, cigar magazine, I thought it wouldn't last. But now, over 24 years old, it currently uh, is, uh, has lots of competition, and those competitors also survive. They all highlight cigars, some more than others. They all review cigars, some more in depth than others, and they all have their own unique appeal. They rate cigars, but has anybody ever rated them? The magazines themselves. Do these publications, how do these publications stack up against each other? So let's dig in. First, let's go back to the very beginning, the first cigar publication. Lots of folks believe it was Cigar Aficionado who printed the very first cigar publication, but it wasn't. I guess we can call Cigar Aficionado the first successful cigar publication, but it was Al Goldstein, The cigar-chomping owner of the dirty book, Screw Magazine, that actually put out the very first cigar publication. It was back in 1981, over a decade before Cigar Aficionado, and was Al Goldstein who started up the publication devoted to cigars entitled Cigar. Cigar smoking is not just part of life, it's everything, announced Goldstein in his lead editorial. Goldstein lost over $200,000, and this is back in 1981, on the venue, and folded it after just four issues. Mm. In September of of 1992, more than a decade later, the premier issue of Cigar Aficionado crossed my desk, and I was blown away by it. 156 pages of glossy cigar goodness with advertising from high-end men's fashions boutiques to Cadillac and ratings of cigars, blind-tasting cigars including the forbidden fruit, Cubans. I saw and read about cigar brands that I never heard about and caught mention of tasting notes like nutty, coffee, spicy, and leather. This magazine took our industry and made it classy. And while they were at it, took a slightly growing industry to places nobody thought it would ever go. For all this, I thank Cigar Aficionado personally for helping the growth of our industry and my business. And there's no denying it. On the heels of Cigar Aficionado's success, the editors of an industry publication that was just for shop owners called Smoke Shop put together a publication for consumers in 1995 called Smoke. This publication is still out there in very small circulation. They attempted to play to a younger clientele and although it's still in business, never really built a very strong following to my knowledge. Next came a publication across the pond in Europe, a bilingual publication that came out as European Cigar Journal known today simply as Cigar Journal. Much like Cigar Aficionado, Cigar Journal was and is a classy publication, but less of a lifestyle magazine. It's true to its name, a Cigar Journal. Everything having to do with cigars, from the growers, rollers, retailers, accessories, and of course cigars, Cigar Journal covers it all in their quarterly publication. Most recent publications to gain traction are Cigar Press and Cigar Snob. Again, like Smoke, they seem to be going for a younger audience with a lifestyle flair. Sure, I'm missing a bunch out there. There's dozens, some that still exist and some that went away, like Milton, a publication owned by Milton Burrow Family in 1997, which had a mixture of drinking, gambling, and some of Milton's passions, including cigars. After a very short run of most publications, like Milton, it went away. The cigar magazines I'm talking about today are the ones that stood the test of time and still exist. In a time when most publications are dying due to online blogs such as the Cigar Authority, these few publications survive. These survive despite the industry, our industry, that has been hammered through media and politics and notwithstanding the insurgence of online instant information. First off, congratulations to each and every one of them for simply their survival. And that being said, let's do a little side-by-side comparison on each of the top five cigar publications and rank them. First, creativity. As you look through them, you will see kind of the same type of rating systems on most of them. A 100-point scale is the common for most of these publications. Cigar Aficionado didn't invent it, but they modeled it after their highly successful wine spectator ratings with tasting notes, and it worked brilliantly. Others followed, and I have to give Cigar Aficionado the nod here for setting the bar first. Class. When it comes to class, look at Cigar Aficionado. Look at Aficionado. The name alone signifies class. I didn't even know what the word cigar... What, what aficionado meant when it first came out, which tells you where I came from, but cigar aficionado brought class to an industry that was uh, not accustomed to that in any large scale before. Smoke, journal, press, or snob as a word just don't compare to aficionado. They didn't have aficionados in Everett? No. Just checking. Not at all. Just checking. Uh, but then there's the content, the cigar content. So let's look at content. What's inside is what really counts, but before we do that, let's look on the outside. Let's look at the cover. Lots of times I see a cover of aficionado. I call it aficionado now and not cigar aficionado anymore because over the years, the word cigar has virtually disappeared. On the cover, the words cigar has shrunk to to almost disappear. So has its in-depth coverage. It is no longer a cigar publication, but a lifestyle magazine. Famous people on the covers sometimes don't even carry a cigar anymore. Some are not even cigar smokers. As for smoke or snob, I would guess the same to be true. Beautiful women holding a cigar, sometimes lit, sometimes not, to tantalize the browser to pick it up. Don't get me wrong, it works. Because we all know sex sells. But does it really? Do these publications sell more than the others? I don't think so. Then you have Cigar sex. Press. You do? Yeah. I love sex is amazing. Yes. It's then all, you have right. then you have Press, uh, which uh, with its sometimes juvenile covers that may be tasteless and classless to some, and then you have Cigar Journal. The cigar magazine that's always true to the cigar smoker, with covers denoting industry leaders in the business, cigar rollers, tobacco growers, and cigar celebrities. As we dig inside the magazine, we see much of the same. Cigar aficionado highlighting watches, vacation destinations, and even private jets with their occasional cigar story. Cigar Press with micro beers and foods, Cigar Snob with cover to cover beautiful ladies, and Cigar Journal once again staying true to cigars. Packed full of cigar accessories, industry news, stories of craftsmen in their fields, factories, and in the shops. Like cigar shops who have gotten away from specializing and staying exclusive to cigars by diversifying to hookah and vape, so have most cigar magazines. With, exceptions of, with the exception of Cigar Journal, other publications have reached to a broader market with lifestyle content, and for a cigar geek like me, I find lifestyle far less interesting. <coughs> I really wear watches. My cell phone tells me the time. I can't afford a private jet. I don't care for beer except for on occasion, and although I enjoy a beautiful woman as much as anyone else, I don't believe... The pictures of them with the cigar are anything but staged and sometimes insulting. Come on, who's kidding who? They don't smoke cigars. It's a prop and has nothing to do with cigar smoking as the hobby or the cigar smoking itself. But I read them all, even the ones with the pinups, and I do so cover to cover. It's all good for the industry, but some are better than the others. Some are are. Uh, apparently reaching for a different segment than the others. Some to the wealthy uh, people who wish or dream, others to younger, the younger average Joe, others to the extreme, and others to the real deep cigar geek like me who wants to learn and know it all. I guess who you are and what you are looking for will dictate which one appeals to you most. Although I read them all, I study Cigar Journal cover to cover. I learn from it, And I can't wait for the next issue. Others I sometimes skim through, sometimes paying more attention to the ads than the content. But I guess that's exactly what they want you to do because it really is all about the advertising. So here are my ratings for the cigar publications. Not a 100-point scale uh, with crazy tasting profiles like Mr. Jonathan and Barry say, but bringing it back old school ratings a equals excellent b is good c is fair d is poor and f is failure for cigar journal i give it an a with an a for effort for cigar aficionado it's an a minus with a b for effort for cigar snob it's a b with a c for effort for cigar press a b minus and a c for effort and for smoke magazine a c and a c minus for effort you know I, have second th- I had a second thought when I first came up with the idea of writing this editorial because of an old saying which says, never argue with a man who buys ink by the barrel. It means don't criticize the press. These are all publications and are cigar press. I know I didn't come off that way because I certainly can't write as well as any of them. I'm just giving my two cents to be honest. And after I thought about whether to write it or not, I remembered another old saying. Any press is good press. So if they talk about this, it will be good publicity. And I hope they agree. Maybe they don't. We'll see. So that is my uh, little editorial on the cigar magazines. Do you want to say anything?
5: Well, I do think that it's very interesting how you went to the grade scale. Uh, as opposed to the point scale. Uh, Didn't assign any points at all. The effort. You nailed it on the effort for all of them, I think.
1: I ended up adding that towards the very end, an A for effort, because I think they all... Are good publications because they write certainly better than I could ever write and um, the paper that they use, the content they make, try to make it look like a nice magazine and everything, but are they trying to be a cigar publication and that's where the effort goes away when they take an easy route around and go into something else and don't dig into uh, a content of what they're talking well, about. And there's the most- also,
5: there is something to be said for being, in the case of Cigar Journal, which you gave the highest score to uh, there are they only come out four times a year.
1: So they, they have time Because
5: they're really it's, – it's the cigar industry. It's the smallest thing, and there's less than one cigar consumed per person in the United States per year. Mm. There's not all that much news, in quotes, and being able to go down into the factory and interview factory workers and rollers, it all takes time to be able to make it all about cigars. So I do think that you hit it. Um, They did it. I think you you gave a little bit of a gift to Cigar Aficionado, and that's just a personal opinion. But uh, I would imagine you gave them extra points because they brought everybody else to the game.
1: They did a lot, and and when they have a great article and in depth interviews and stuff, they're very, very good when they end up doing that, especially when it's a cigar person, you know, when they get into that, or even a celebrity when they get into asking some questions uh, that have to do with cigars. But sometimes they go to a whole interview and they don't even mention cigars at all you know what do they smoke you know there's so many questions that could be asked and i go back through old issues and i have the very first issues and i and i look through uh those and i see that they were more in depth right at that point and then they said you know what In the the positive part of Cigar Aficionado, here's what happens. It is um, somebody may buy that magazine as aficionado and not even recognize the word cigar. It's so small. And they buy it at the airport, and they take it on the plane, and they're into the lifestyle – thing of that magazine and maybe the the bit of cigar stuff that gets in there influences them and they're creating a a guy that becomes interested in cigars that maybe uh wasn't even buying the magazine for that and um that would not play out well for say a cigar journal that um if you're not interested in cigars there's nothing there's nothing in there for you at all cover it's all cigar stuff yeah. For sure. Eric Hansen, anything to say, uh, and, what, and I don't want to hurt you in any way or, or, or drag anything <laughs> out of you because these people are the people that rate you? Yeah, they rate me. I, I think we owe
6: all of them, especially Marvin, um, a fairly substantial debt of, set, a debt of gratitude for the work that they do um, on the industry's behalf. It's a very small industry. Absolutely. And, and, for, and for these five to survive. And at this particular moment, and this is why I give Marvin so much credit, something that isn't a lifestyle issue that isn't a um, isn't sexy to write about, isn't interesting, I would argue to people outside that aren't working directly in the industry is the work he has done in New York City specifically, yeah on smoking bans, sure. and number two is he he's out in front on this FDA thing yeah um, educating people whether they want to be educated about it or not. And bringing other people into the fold and bringing unique ideas so I, I you know I give all of them an awful lot of credit they're all running businesses they all have employees they're all um hard working they all have different strategies but um you know i i i have to give uh i have to give marvin you know Marvin the nod Marvin and nay. And his team for what they do at um, at Aficionado every day.
1: Absolutely, uh, you know. And I, journals, and I, journals, and a nice magazine as well. So this is uh, if you want to read this yourself. I don't even think they know we're alive, but yeah. you know, this is what it is <laughs> I, I put this uh, editorial up there, and it, it's early on right now. It just went up uh, yesterday afternoon, and already I, I expected to get some backlash to it, and and it's going to continue, and we'll talk about that backlash next week on the show of what comes. And I expected it to happen, but um, in a nice way. I wanted to kind of open the eyes to these um, publishers, and and, uh, uh, I would love to see them a little more true to cigars and things like that, Uh, and that's how they ended up uh, losing some points when it came to that, but um, not trying to say anything negative to them, Uh, you're talking about um, decent ratings to begin with, so if, and these people rate your cigars and everybody else's cigars at the same time. And, and I want them to give that consideration as they think about what was said about them because they'll take somebody's baby, mm-hmm. somebody that worked years and years to produce the cigar, and then they'll say, ah, kind of metallic tasting and blah, 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 and not worth your, your, uh, your dollar or something or something negative on it or, or not deal with it at all. Well,
5: with one, one stroke of the pen, they can wipe out somebody's livelihood. Yeah, yeah. By saying that it's not as as good as the person who made it thinks it is, and listen, there's lots of people in the cigar industry that shouldn't be in. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that you ruin somebody's life, which makes the whole the whole yes. idea of rating cigars. A little dangerous.
1: Yeah, and I didn't do a 100-point scale because I don't rate cigars. I never rated cigars. I mean, that's not my thing. Barry made me do it with uh, his cigar, you know, just asking me to do it. Did I even give it a rating number? I, I even, think you did. Yeah. I think
0: you gave it like a 90 or something yeah. along those lines. All right, it's just me being kind. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> but if you broke, no, it's too strong for me. But, but if you broke down your ratings, and you, you know, we all know the the grade scale. Basically, you gave out a 92 and 90 and 89. An 88 and an 86. Right. Basically the same ratings that cigar magazines give out.
1: They give out can, two cigars, that right.
0: are good cigars that sell in stores, and people love them. The question is, can they handle getting those same type of ratings? Yeah, and that's the interesting
1: part. Believe me, no ill will is formed. Uh, uh, you know, I tried to say some things in there that you guys survived. You're the top ones, as far as I'm, I'm concerned. I read your publications; I miss none of them. I'm a subscriber. We sell them in our stores. Um, you know, it, it's it's a good thing for the industry. Um, here's just a little back. To you of uh, finally somebody rating your magazine. What's and interesting is. How do you like it, in other words? The guy
5: that's going to take someone else's heart and put it into your body, if he got an 89 on his surgery test, his argument would be, listen, I'm, I'm in the top five of my class here. It's yeah, yeah, 89 is yeah. pretty good. <laughs> and I'm wondering if the backlash is going to be that the scores weren't high enough because, uh, you know, they're not heart surgeons. They're cigar publications that aren't writing about c- cigars as much as they yeah. should.
1: Every rating that I gave it is higher than any rating I ever got while I was in school, especially English class and any writing. So <laughs> every single one of them was. So uh, uh, that's actually uh, pretty good as far as I'm concerned. So uh, with that being said, let me ask you, what is ahead for Hammer and Sickle?
6: Uh, Hammer, we are at the, this IPCBR coming up in July. We're going to release a different size that we've been aging for quite some time of Moscow City, the, which is the original six by fifty. Okay. Um, we've had it. We've little been, grin on your face. Uh, this is crazy. What's going on here? No, it's been it's it's been it's fun. We you know we we decided a number of years ago to put some things away. Ten by a hundred. Um, Where are you going with this? Now it'll be twenty. It's going to be in a ceramic jar. It's the likes of which um, has never been created. It's pretty fascinating. Uh, I think people will like it. So that's on the hammer front, and then...
1: Just one size
6: of an existing brand that's
1: packaged different than the others?
6: Yeah, and it's that original blend. Okay. So it's the one we launched with. It was in the 10-count black yeah. uh, crystal case. Sure. I still have one of those. So we still have the, that cigar, and uh, we have enough to make 350 boxes. Oh, and, um, really release, limited, really limited. So we're going to release that uh, in a very very uh, unique jar. And the. Um, so we're excited about that, which is fun. And and then Callenock, uh, Callenock yes. is the extension of our company. It's not a Hammer brand; it's its own brand. Uh, we launched twenty-five at the show. We're going to launch fifty uh, this coming year. Now, does that mean that
5: twenty-five is over? No, twenty-five.
6: Going... There'll be there, there will always be 25, 50, and seventy-five.
1: This is the percentage of of the pure tobacco. Pure
6: tobacco for those that don't know. Yep, um, in the filler, and then we're going to actually do a uh, one. Every year we'll do a one-off one hundred.
5: One hundred percent, one off, one
1: hundred. Did you try any one hundred yet? Have you tasted it? Uh, we tasted it. It's it's potent. Right? Yeah, it's robust. <laughs> but, it, but it's smokable? Yes, I mean, so somebody Absolutely. can enjoy it. Sure, it sure. Seems to me like it's going to be just crazy. Listen, if you that's going to be that's heated scotch. Exactly, that's, you're going to love it. It's going to okay. be that
5: guy. Yeah, exactly. The guy that, that buys nothing but like Lafleuric.
6: But those folks are out there.
5: Yeah, they are. Um, they are. That's ha-
6: why I like the pyramid that is the cigar business. You know, 68, we look at it at 68% currently. 68% of the volume in the cigar business is sold in mild format. And then, wow. 68% is mild cigars. I believe that to be true. That's, That's the way we broke it out. 68% of volume in the in the industry in the United States of premium cigars is mild. Wow. Yet everybody talks about. Yes. And all this, the, the, the sort of the geek set within the uh, within the industry. The loud minority. They all want to talk about this, oh, it's so strong, and it's this, and it's that, and so-and-so, you know, waved his hand over it and yeah. blessed it, and, you know, <laughs> but, it was uh, it came from Lot 27 in yeah. the South Honduran Sea,
1: and, you know, just this whole... Yeah, but they're not buying it. You want they're to end up it. Get, getting it on, the, on people's radar is not necessarily talk about it, but buy it. And believe me, stores will take it. The same goes for... Um, Lanceros and things oh, like that. If you I'm buy them, the stores will carry them. Why don't you carry Lanceros? Because nobody buys them. No one buys them. Yet everybody, you know, it's, uh,
6: again, it's that whole, oh, you got to have a, you got to make a tradition. in a we got two emails right off the number 11. You got to make this in a Lancero. Why? For what? Two people? I'll make two. Right. If you guys promise to buy them, I will make two of them. Yeah. They yeah. don't
1: sell. Yeah. But, Absolutely true. Absolutely true. I want to back up sell.
0: to Kalanok for a minute. Yeah. A lot of people reach out to us and they ask, when is the fifty? When is the seventy-five coming out? Do you have a target date for either one of those?
6: Yeah, those will be at the show, and then twenty-five will have its reemergence in March, so Excellent. we'll be able to refill all the stores in March. Again, anytime you create something new in an entirely different process, yeah, it you takes, didn't know how it was going to sell. No one. It's it not was even to sell. Of, it it's also how control. to produce it properly. Right. You know, this is. Again, it's new ground. It's interesting. It's very. It was a lot. It was an awful lot of fun to do this. Yeah. I, I, I really. I had a ball doing this.
1: But small amounts like that, it's not going to move the needle in your company. Oh, so much of. Uh... You know what it moves for us? It moves visibility.
6: Um, and now we're putting into regular production have it everywhere, and that'll move the dial for the company. Always
5: in the
1: tins. It'll always be in the tins, yeah. Okay. Anything but a wooden box. Don't you know, <laughs> Mister Hansen, By now.
5: Well, what I find interesting is you. You. you I did one wooden it. box. You seem to have exhausted the possibilities for... That that was
1: no wooden box. No, That was (laughs) was no wooden box.
5: (laughs) You seem to have exhausted the possibilities for packaging, and yet you're saying you've got another style of packaging that's coming out, like the likes of which no one's ever seen. And then at that point you decide, you know what, let's go into another format, create another format, this peat-cured tobacco. Mm -hmm. So with how creative you are, there must be a new thing in the works... Of another platform that you have in the back of your head? Do you care to share if, if, in fact, you do have it? And then what it is? We actually have
1: nine of them. Get the hell We have nine, out nine of concepts. Uh, and I I'm, no, I'm not willing to share them. No? Nothing? Just a little... I don't think anyone's going to share your concepts because they're way too much work.
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of the work. thing. That's the thing. All, a lot of work. All it has to the... be a labor of love at this point. It's
6: not... No,
1: you have to be batshit crazy.
6: Yeah. And yeah. I'm batshit crazy. There we go. So, there it is.
1: So, uh... Per- perfectly burning cigar. I did a lot of talking. I had a relight because I did it, but still a pinpoint. They know how to make cigars at that factory. You're not making, you're not, not making believe that you own your own factory and you do it. You, li- you, you, you <laughs> I love g- the people that do that. Yeah. You give this to the props to the factory and the, and the head guys there that put this thing together because this is not somebody that could learn how to do a cigar like this in, uh, Oh, I'm new at this. And, I already got, got to figure it figured out. This is many generations. It's, gener- it's generational. Anybody that tells you
6: that they're the one doing the blending and they're flying down and they're picking to No, you're not. <laughs> you're not. That's a lie. Yeah. That's an absolute lie. But it makes for a good story. Oh, it's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the problem is we have a whole—we t- have that whole truth and lending thing because we have a multidimensional company. So in the spirits business, we can't lie by law. Yeah. So we have to prove everything, get everything proven by the federal government. They all sign off on it. And then we were allowed to go to market with it. Everything we say has to be true, and we're just used to doing that. So the stuff that we say is true. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Barry, awesome. what do you got to say?
0: I don't know. I'm scared to talk now because I'm got to be so truthful.
1: Yeah. 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 No, I got uh, I got an email so are you that says you lie I
0: all the time, Barry. I, I.
6: No, I don't lie. I like to say I like to stretch the truth. Yeah. Oh, expansion of the truth. I yes. like that.
1: Yes. Creative truth telling. Yes. Hammer and Sickle Tradition, two number ones. Not one, but two number ones. It's number 11 in Cigar Aficionado. They got this one right, no doubt about it. And to all the magazines out there, I know you just heard what it is. I'm waiting for all the, everybody to yell at me and tell me how crazy I am and bad or whatever the heck you're going to end up saying, and we'll get into that next week of it. But the fact of the matter is these are the top publications that are there. They help all our industry. Thank you. Thank you for doing it. I'll continue to read them all. But uh, it was time for somebody to say "Absolutely, uh, th- this is how you stack I up. Can't, I, I can't My, imagine, my opinion. My opinion. Uh, but I can't yeah.
5: imagine anyone really having grounds to argue with what you said. You didn't say uh, anything
1: I inflammatory. Love season, okay? I'm, the, I'm the guy I that went, went to a factory in Cuba and told you what I saw, and they killed me. So <laughs> fair point. Killed I am, me. I applaud point. you for writing it. There we go. So uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to light up and listen to the very last of Old Fart Freddy. He is retiring from the commercial. Uh, in the most admired segment brought to you by our friends at Aging Room Cigars. We're going to smoke one of their cigars in the last of Old Fat Freddy. We're going to light up number 11 and introduce... Their new commercial? No, we don't have their new commercial yet. Next week we'll have their new commercial, but we'll remember the old man, Old Fod Freddy. When we return, we're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network.
5: Hey, if you happen to smoke left-handed and you love donuts, and you're smoking the Hammer and Sickle Tradition Churchill... I am, I am. <laughs> <laughs> that resembles me. Always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth.
2: some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're
9: weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it
5: from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Carrojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars
9: at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste.
1: One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It
9: boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. with in your face flavor.
1: United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh,
5: that may be wrong. Well,
9: I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro.
5: Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide.
9: Rated D for delicious.
5: Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United
1: Cigars, you don't have to choose. Smoke them both.
2: Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua, by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? This
3: is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vincana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart.
9: This is Victor Vitali. Hi,
2: this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This It's
7: a little bit of...
2: Is the cigar authority.
7: Man Faith,
2: The authority on everything cigar. In Get used to hearing! It. And out of the cigar industry with your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria! <laughs> well then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbe. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord Baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you. Hey Zeus. We thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein.
7: That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age.
2: (laughs) And Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No. No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, mom! We get some meat loud. It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Hey, it's alright, darling. I'm a volunteer farmer. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and back, gal. Yeah. Woo! Shake it, back!
1: Do it. And we are back with the second hour live from the Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. And it's the very last of Old Fat Freddy mm. and another number 11 from one of the cigar magazines. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the
5: world, that is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, or Podbean, where you can set it and
1: forget it. There we go. Citrus notes. This cigar, tradition. what I said, lemongrass. I never had lemongrass.
5: Eh, it tastes like lemon. What is Podbean? Podbean. Podbean is our hosting podcast. That's center. cool. We upload it Podbean. to Podbean, and then iTunes grabs it from there. So if, if there's ever an issue with iTunes, you really should just do the Podbean thing and let it update from there.
1: So Podbean, probably not as big as iTunes, no doubt about it, but Podbean awarded us last year of 400,000 podcasts, we were in, in the, the top, top 10. 10 of wow. educational, educational podcasts.
6: Education. Yeah. yeah. Fabulous.
1: I couldn't believe it.
6: You earned it. Congratulations. No, I don't know about it's earning it. It's a top it. 10. We're not. We're it's not, a top 10. There's a
1: top 10? And, and they don't put it. Num- I can't get in the top 10. They you don't should. put numbers. <laughs> All of us were in the top 10. Right. So we could be number one. We could be number We're number 10. one. When, as as yeah, that that's anywhere. where we're going.
5: Yeah. We're going but
1: uh, that, yeah, that was uh, that was amazing. That uh, but we get big numbers, Barry. Big numbers. Last year, one point two, one point two million downloads of this ridiculous. And, and Eric, cheers Hansen, to that.
6: Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Cheers to
1: that. Seriously, that's a that's an
6: enormous accomplishment. It
1: is. Uh, cheers to that. I'll cheers. say that because there's not. You know, I, listen. You want you want to rate me and rank me or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know that there's not a lot happening here. <laughs> I disagree. I got a mirror. We, we, we have we the
0: size of a small cable station.
1: Wow. Yeah. Are we talking weight here? Weight. Yes. In weight. I like to think <laughs> that I'm, currently I'm adding to that.
0: <laughs> Barry lost a few pounds already. I lost six pounds this week. <laughs> did you really? Yes, I did. Good yeah. for you. Keep doing it the, up, brother. Th- that's a Thank preemie, you. baby. Doing, right. doing uh, Weight Watchers points.
1: That is a child. That is a newborn child. Right. Right. Six pounds. I've yeah. given birth. Yep. <laughs> you've given birth. <laughs>
6: I'm not going anywhere near this. There I have so go. many come jokes. Come on,
1: touch it. Six so ounce, many jokes. Eight yeah. ounce. Sweet baby Touches, Jesus. Please. Yeah. Oh. Six I like round,
0: to picture my out. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> in a
5: tuxedo t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Saying, Hammer drunk. <laughs> <laughs> lead vocals for
1: Leonard Skinner. <laughs> he knows all the lines. That's what I love, see. man. I love it. It's so good. Someday we just got to come and watch a movie together. We've I'm never in. done that. A movie night with Eric Now, Hansen. am I
5: allowed to have one night?
1: Yes, absolutely. Fantastic. We
5: insist. Love it. What I love about you, Eric Hansen, is you don't just smoke your own stuff. You bounce around and you see what's out there. You have to understand what's out there.
6: Absolutely. And I like these guys. They're great guys.
1: They are. Uh, even Super though, nice. Even, even though they're putting an end to our friend Old Far Freddy, and we'll get into that, but uh, this is Labo M from Boutique Blends. Tell us about it, Barry.
0: Well, Rafael Nodal has united his united his three passions in life, Cuba, cigars, and music, To create a cigar reminiscent of the golden age of Cuban cigars. The cigar, which features an Ecuador grown Habano wrapper over a Habano binder from the Dominican Republic, that is rounded out with Dominican fillers. The cigar made by Aging Room and Boutique Blends is named for the 18th century opera, and La Boheme will have you standing in the aisles as you reach into your humidor to light up an encore. Named the number 11 cigar of the year by Cigar Journal, Pertore means artist, a painter. In Latin. And uh, this cigar measures 5 1/8 by 52, and it has a retail of $12.
1: I saw this cigar on lots of uh, other people's uh, top lists. Cigar Aficionado actually picked it number 12. A lot of the bloggers had it on it. It's getting a lot of attention, and they're starting to put attention onto it, and that's why they're switching their uh, Old Far Freddy over to uh, commercial content for Lub OM because it's, uh, it's gaining traction. Yeah, let's so get let's get give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is oh. brought to you by our friends at Perdomo light, right? Cigars. Prodomo is the brand, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Prodomo cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. And a little information I'll tell you also that Rafael Nadell got his start in the cigar business after talking with Nick Perdomo. He had a meeting with Nick Perdomo, left his office and said, I'm getting into the cigar business. No kidding. After he lost a couple million dollars, he continued to, to stay into the business and not giving up. And that's, and that's the fact, Jack.
0: Just to get into the cold draw notes really quickly. Yeah. Caramel and sweet tarts. I got the sweet
1: tarts.
9: I got the
5: caramel. Son
1: of a... Barents. Again, I tasted smoke. Get out of my head. You lit it. We're we're (laughs) tasting it without lighting it. Trying to get everything we can out of it. Good for you. I'm all for that. La Boheme is is an opera. It's an opera. He's bringing some... He's bringing some class to this industry. I'll say. It certainly is. Um, so, you want to uh, talk
5: about class. Yeah. You want to talk about the Vertigo Vortex. As you astutely pointed out earlier in the show, this is a tweener lighter. This lighter could function as a table lighter, and you don't have to worry about your friends stealing it because it's only fourteen ninety nine. You know what? You like that lighter? Get it because I bought six of them Right. because it's inexpensive. It features <laughs> triple jets. I know what you're wondering. Does it have the patented big-ass tank? Yes, it does. The Vertigo Vortex.
0: I look at this lighter and I can only think of I dream of Jeannie. Hmm. There you go. There you go. I dream of genie. Why did she have a healthy rump? <laughs> it looks like a genie bottle.
5: Oh. And yes, she did. It was <laughs>
1: She was so hot. Oh my god. God was she beautiful. They made a color cover her belly button in those days because that was oh, a faux pas. Or... So hot. Yeah. Barbara Eden. Great, great like legs. Shot. I
4: love great legs. She had great legs. They had to shoot above the belly button or something? Or they... No,
1: she had to pull her thing up so she'd never oh. belly button. Created explode. a whole
0: high
5: waisted craze mm. of women across the country.
0: Wasn't Charo the first person to show her belly button on television? On the Love Boat? No. Probably on Merv Griffin or something. It might have been before that. It might have been Merv Griffin. Might have been Laughing. Laughing? I'll pay a dollar for
1: that. Yeah, I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Things have changed. Things have changed, that's for sure. Um, this is an expensive cigar, though, right, Barry? Yeah, it retails for uh, $12. $12, no, not bad. Not bad. Mm. What used to be an expensive cigar, but.
4: Feels very packed. Mm. Right? Yeah, very, Tight. Yeah, yeah.
0: very yeah, it draws. Very heavy in the hand. Yeah. Firm to the touch. Well packed foot. A lot of smoke. <laughs> yeah. Giggity.
1: <laughs> so uh, before we go any further. Um, Old Fat Freddy is a segment, actually not just a segment, is the number one segment on the Cigar Authority. People laugh at it. They comment to it. Uh, it shocks people. Um, lots of things go on. It, I thought Raphael was going to get rid of it after the first off I couldn't <laughs> believe he signed up for it to begin with. Uh, but he's a good dude, and he's a supporter of the show and always has been. And, uh, and he I, says I, no. played,
5: I played the worst one while he was here live.
1: Yeah, It could not
5: have been more... Off color, and he laughed out loud. Yeah, he
1: liked it. And you tried to talk him out of it. You said, you Yeah, know what? Said, you could can cancel because this is bad. And, and he loved it. Maybe he's trying to get a little classy now with La Boheme, and Aging Room is, is the um, uh, joking around mm. uh, cigar. And this one is this, this is no joke. I don't know what's going on. But we did get a message from him saying, We are changing up our commercials uh, this year, and we are going to start uh, advertising for La Boheme. And we are gonna send you the content script. So in other words, don't write it yourself (laughs) because we know where that's gonna go. But here it is for you to do. So we don't have that yet to do the regular commercial. I would imagine today will be the last of Old Fat Freddy's. Very likely uh, will be. He's supposed to
4: send us a new commercial that we are to produce. Okay. And we gladly will. (laughs) Um, but it's really dependent on when we receive that. So hopefully Hit we'll receive up it as soon
5: as you can. Could, Have, because Having
0: worked in Miami, this it, could be three or four weeks. <laughs> 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 yeah, because uh, – The Brooklyn time. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Uh,
1: but could we use Old Fat Freddy for the sound of the La Boheme commercial? Oh, that would be awesome. We could. I mean, of we'll, course. We'll look the at the script. We'll, well take a see, look. Uh, We'll see we'll how classy look the script
5: it. is and if we can sneak in a little –
1: all right, so uh, without any uh, further warning or anything, here is the very last of our friend Old Fod Freddy.
5: It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy.
3: Nowadays, no one is allowed to sit with the pilot on a plane unless he is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. In my day, the captain could invite anyone he wanted into his cockpit. Nowadays, kids' toys are almost disposable. The slightest little thing goes wrong, and the toy gets tossed. In my day, if the tail fell off your hobby horse, you nailed it back on. No problem. Because you could bother Papa Fart Freddy for a little head, but he drew the line at the tail. Nowadays, spanking is frowned upon unless you're looking to spice things up in the bedroom. In my day, we spanked our boys, our girls, and on occasion, even our kittens. Hey, if your attitude needed adjusting, it got adjusted. We were tail-nailing, cock-pit-riding men who were not afraid to spank a little pussy. Sometimes... Aging
5: makes a great cigar
3: even better, just
5: like Aging Room Cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. (laughs) Try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are
3: better aged, some are not. I remember my first time riding in a cockpit. No, I don't like gladiator movies. What would I be doing in a Turkish prison? Oh, I have no interest in seeing a grown man naked. Not again.
1: Old Fart Freddy. We're going to miss him. Unless, of course, our friends at Davidoff would like to take this segment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Who get, would this be perfect getting
0: for? Getting bold with Old Fart Freddy. With Camacho. With Camacho. Oh, there you go.
4: Huh? Uh-huh. Dylan, you're listening. <clears throat> Come on. It was ranked our number one segment, correct? Yes?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. By
4: the listeners. The chat room is really upset.
1: We're all upset. Yeah. I, I want to thank uh, Rafa Nadell for putting up with it all this time. He, he's got a probably a two, three-year run yeah. on this. Oh, yeah, at least. Uh, thank, thanks so much for it. And he's not giving up on us. He's just switching over to his new baby, yeah. uh, which is Labo M, uh, which which also is, is something that happens in the cigar industry a lot of times, that people put the attention and drive onto their new product and end up backing off of their... Um, Bread and butter, basically, of what drives their company. Hmm. What is the reason for this, Eric Hansen? Do you, you notice that? That people move to the new? E- even the manufacturer says, okay, let me put all my money and effort into my new thing as opposed to uh, what drives the ship. We live in an ADD society.
6: Yeah, I, <clears throat> there are some folks that do that, and there are some folks that don't. I think, again, brand discipline is very difficult to learn. Um, it's very easy to, again, it's a passionate, it's a very passionate business. It's a very small business. The owner does an awful lot of work in this business, unlike some others. And I think the passion drives, hey, listen, I come up with something new. I love it. I'm behind it. And I want to put these these support dollars um,
5: behind my new yeah, cool well, things.
1: There's not endless dollars. There's what no other industry
5: it. would you have <clears throat> a brand owner standing in a retail shop right. selling singles? Yeah, it doesn't happen. It doesn't yeah. happen.
1: Hmm. Yeah, doesn't you've happen. never done it with Hammerichikal vodka, right? You don't show up at. Oh, I've at done it. it. Really? Uh,
6: yeah, smaller brands will do it, but not. You know, you're not, you're not going to see Ficundo Bacardi standing. Right. Right. At, uh, you know, it's somewhere. Else. You know, you're not going to see the the CEO of of. Um, yeah. Diageo doing a. A promotion for yeah, any yeah. of their <laughs> their yeah. numerous brands.
1: Okay, so uh, anyway, uh, one company that has uh, still stuck with us and a segment we, we feel is perfect for them because the name of the company is Debonair, and uh, how to be more debonair and gentlemanlike is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman?
4: Gentleman.
7: I'm a gentleman. you need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me. Gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump
4: up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way, <clears throat> brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with... Wait for it. Suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted. ...from one's life. Today, gentlemen, red light etiquette. No, Barry, we're not talking about the red light district. (laughs) We're talking about red lights. For example, there's three lanes. You have a left turn only lane, a straight only lane, and a straight and right hand turn only lane. If you live in a state where you are allowed to take right hand turns... ...at a red light after a stop, and there is little to no congestion at said three lanes... Do not, I repeat, do not get in that right-hand lane if you plan on going straight. Amen. Number two here is what I call the three-second rule. If you're at a red light and the light turns green, you are not to honk at the car in front of you unless three seconds have passed and the car has not moved.
5: Yeah, you could tell if they're texting or sending videos or whatever the heck they're doing. I didn't know that happened to me
4: today. I didn't know that was the My came off the brake. He's making it. The, oh, the
0: exact rule. instant the light turned green, and the car behind me was already honking.
1: Hmm. Maybe they had to go somewhere fast. They want to let you know, let's go. Well, this is, there's a secondary
4: aspect to this rule. Well, okay?
5: Barry wasn't very debonair with the finger he showed him, I'm sure.
0: Was 100%. The that was New the Yorker New... in me showed up.
4: Yeah, the New Yorker. Uh, it wasn't a finger. finger. If, you are, <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> if you are the first car it said red light, please pay attention. When the light turns green... You go. Do not let the second rule even come into play. Right. All right.
5: I would argue as soon as the red turns off, because there is a split second between the red turning off and the green going. As soon as I see the red is off, yeah. I'm off.
4: My grandfather used to play a game with me where he would watch, you know, like you could see the, uh, the lights for the other direction of traffic, and when it turns yellow, mm. typically it's about three, four seconds. So Eric, he, would, he would watch that yellow light and say to me as like a little kid. Yeah. All right, watch this, Chuck. I'm going to make the light turn green. So he'd wait for it to turn yellow. When it did, he'd go three, two, one. Snap his fingers and the light would turn green. Ah. And I was mystified for years. How did he do that? How did he do that? So, Hey,
1: Eric, you've been to the Dominican Republic many times. I have. You see the countdown lights over there. Yes. They they actually count down before it's going to turn green. And it's like... You know the uh, race car things. Mm-hmm. The cars start revving up their engine oh, and stuff. And three, two, one, and um, they end up. T- mm-hmm. It's awesome. And, and it's awesome. And in <laughs> it is awesome.
0: And in the DR stop signs, they're optional. Yeah, it's
4: optional. It's a request. It's... We got to get that going over here. That's yeah. what these uh, board of health and citizen groups should be putting together, man. Countdown, oh. baby. Lastly, here, guys, we have the pedestrian protocol. You are to always let a pedestrian finish crossing the street before you go even if this violates the three-second rule. Absolutely. After all, being debonair is a two-way street. No. That's the gentleman's what, way. What I
1: try to do at that point, actually, mm. if mm. I'm in a, in a right-sided lane, that I actually roll my window down at that point and put my hand out, mm. like stop, mm. because I'm afraid the guy behind me is going to go around me and killed a guy walking across the street That's good So there's a little add-on to that that's I've done it and I go This is trouble because it has happened before That the guy ends up stopped, And then he ends up stopping He thinks I'm holding up But I'm actually letting the guy go And I'm just letting him know There's a guy coming I don't want to be uh, cleaning the car off after Such a gentleman There we go uh,
4: That's it's debonair that's, It's debonair It is debonair And that's The Gentleman's Way It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum The question always is, gentlemen Are you Debonair All right,
1: so uh, we were not debonier last year, and we pitched um, Omar Fratello from Omar (laughs) DeFrias from Fratello Cigars uh, for our um, way of him getting into the Cigar Authority family and start advertising. And I say so because I think his brand has broken through. It's time for Fratello to go to the next level. Stratosphere, baby. We want to help, and I'm going to help one last time because I know they have their national sales managers meeting Monday, so I would like to play that one last time for them if you have it, Chuck.
4: No? Why isn't it playing?
9: Mm -hmm. It's
4: not playing. What's up? I'm going to find it off the uh, music collection. It's not in the database for some reason. I don't know. So anyway, the the idea of it is
1: uh, for... uh, as opposed to somebody to come up with their own way of marketing and promoting their brand, we thought we'd come up with a way, and by all means, any way you want to do it, but this was our thought. Eric Hanson, right. you haven't heard this yet. See what you think. No. It? It's not playing. Wow, well, it's not happening. Mm. Right. Oh, here we go. Here Bye we go. For Tello Cigars. Oh, Hello? What? Oh, Nothing. Just listen to the show. Having a Fratello Cigar. What's up with you? Nothing. Just listening to the show. Having a Fratello Cigar. Amazing. Amazing. What's up in the cigar world is brought to you by Fratello Cigars. You want to know what's up? Fratello Cigars is what's up. Fratello Cigars is the premium cigar that made a bold statement in the cigar world. Find out what's yes. up in the cigar world and try a Fratello cigar. Amazing. Amazing.
3: Just a reminder, you can listen to The Cigar Authority every Saturday live. Just tune into to thecigarauthority.com at 12 noon Eastern or 9 a.m. specific time if you live on the West Coast.
4: There we go. Sorry, that was just in conjunction. But the What's Up segment, Fratello, if you're listening, it's all you, baby. Take advantage of it. It's going to be huge. Barry Stein, what do you got for us?
0: Well, here's what's up in the cigar business. This week La Aurora filed for a trademark on Graph, and AJ Fernandez mm-hmm. files for La Rosa de Guadalupe. In industry news, why we that all rolls
1: have... off the tongue, huh? Yeah.
0: <coughs> <laughs> so delicious. <laughs> why we have all at one point or another smoked a Macanudo, it won't look the same in the next couple of weeks as General Cigar has reworked the brand's logo. All new product will feature a more modern stylings. Altatus continues to attempt to make Henry Clay more appealing to the new smoking generation, following up last year's Pete Johnson's Henry Clay Tattoo with the Henry Clay Stalk Cut that features star Cut Connecticut Broadleaf from 2012. The company also announced a price re- increase ranging from 1% to 3%. Um, when I came into work this morning, I also found out that J.C. Newman has put out a price increase while we haven't been able to run the numbers of yet, that price increase does not include Diamond Crown Cigars. This week, Miami Cigar & Company announced the hiring of the former director of sales of Cubanecon and House of Emilio, Nate McIntyre. Nate will be handling the southeast portion of the United States for the company. Grant Habano announced the hiring of a new vice president of sales. Joining the company is John Gonzalez, who previously worked for Coots and My Father. Davidoff announced the forthcoming release of the Roncontour, a limited edition Winston Churchill that measures 6x56. The cigars will be packaged in 10 count boxes and limited to a global production of 6,000, while the U.S. will see 3,500 of those, and the cigar is expected to retail for $27. Last but certainly not least, Two Guys Smoke Shop, with three locations in New Hampshire, decided to pay homage to the hardworking cigar reps by naming their first-ever cigar rep of the year, and they bestowed that honor to Roy Kirby of Perdomo Cigars. And that's was up in the cigar industry. What's up? what's up? Brought to you by Fratello Cigars.
4: Beautiful.
1: <laughs> it's a layup, man. It's the best Fratello, one. you got seven days to make your decision. I'm going to pitch it to somebody else. I think it's good. National
5: sales meeting
1: him and his wife. And his wife. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to go out
5: to dinner, and they're going to talk about it, and then they're going to say oh. yes. Right, Omar? And they can
1: write off the dinner because it's
4: during uh, business practices, yeah, right? How right? fantastic is that? Yeah. 1.2 million downloads last year. I project we at least double it. Oh, my God. Ooh, oh, no. I really? like crazy. <laughs> that's, uh,
1: you got to think crazy. Give yeah. It.
4: I'd like to see 2 million. Yeah. I
1: love the number 2. 2 is my favorite number. Mm-hmm. And it's – um. It's Rafael Nadal's favorite number because he was number two cigar of the year last year. Which number one in the free world. Number one in the free world. And here he is uh, at number 11, which is two number ones as far as I'm concerned and as far as mm-hmm. Eric Hansen is concerned. And one plus one is? Two. There we go.
0: Hey. I got a question. If he was number two last year, number 11 this year, does that mean he keeps on rocking in the free world? Yes. It's oh, yeah. emotional. <laughs> Absolutely true. So what do you think of the cigar? Lobo M
1: by Boutique Blends. I, I, I always enjoy it. Uh, it's not in my
5: regular rotation because of the price. You know, I'm not smoking uh, $12 a year money every single day. But I would say once a month I go to it. Very, very good. Very consistent.
1: A lot of flavor. Very packed, like you're saying. As we smoke it, it's, it's still staying firm and full. A
5: mm-hmm. bit of a departure from his regular. He's kind of known as a, the full-bodied guy. Yeah. With his aging room stuff, it's medium plus to full. His swag stuff. Uh, is up there in the strength. Uh comes in at the milder side of medium, I would put it at.
4: See, I find this more mild than um, Eric's tradition. Really? I do. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow, I don't. I find it sweet and syrupy mm-hmm. with a little bit of spice through the nose.
1: Hmm.
0: I'm not going to tell you what I feel through the nose
5: because I'm not putting any more cigars through my nose in 2016.
1: What did you see, Barry, the, the little hot candies? Um, sweet tarts. Sweet tarts. I, I see that, actually, you did it on the pre-taste, but I taste it as I'm smoking the cigar. It's definitely
0: existed yeah. in the first third.
1: Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's right up my alley. This is where I like to be. How long has it been out? This, uh, last year, right? Laboam came out last Correct. year. Yep.
5: And uh, then the Encantador
1: came out this year as a line uh, extension. Which is Ooh. a fuller-bodied version of this. Uh, So good job anyway. So let's take a break, and when we come back, we're going to come back with some crazy news from the asylum uh, and our final thoughts on Lobo M and the Tweets of the Week and lots more. So stick around, everybody. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network.
7: Savor this moment. The sparks of conversation. The anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this. A cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of hand-crafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at AVO.com.
9: mr
5: jonathan a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist mr jonathan a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies top 40 and yes even country with a host of djs that operate Above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com.
9: He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world.
5: Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium, handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder complex, and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world.
9: It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except... It's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer
4: Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today.
0: Hi guys, this is Omar De Frias, owner of Fratello Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
1: What's up? Come on, Omar. Pull What's the trigger that? here. What's we're live that? from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios, smoking Love O.M. by Boutique Brands with Eric Hansen from Amron Sickle. We're going to take a peek through our calendar and uh, maybe a little three-way action if we got time. So welcome back, everybody. There uh, we go. <laughs>
0: Giggity. I'm counting <laughs> four of us, so I'm out. Jo- Jonathan's the sandwich.
1: There we go. <laughs> Again, i <laughs> will be out. the cream in your Oreo. <laughs> so Eric Hansen, uh, any personal New Year's resolutions for you? Yeah. Yeah?
6: Absolutely. I'm, you know, I'm a cowboy boot nut. Yet I stopped wearing them for the last couple of years. So I'm ba- I am I, I want to bring the cowboy boots back.
1: So. I'm wearing mine.
6: Yeah, I'm wearing mine as well. No kidding. Yeah, I got five pair. I love them.
1: And wow, I'm uh, nice. going to bring that back a little bit. I can't wear a cowboy boot. I only have because two I pair. have uh, five E-width feet, Ooh, along oh. with high instep. Ooh. His foot I, is yabba yabba than than He's long. got those Fred Flintstone feet. I do. <laughs> no, nothing. I, I I've gone before to these places that quote, we specialize in wide shoes, so I say, uh, yeah, uh, 8 and a half 5 5E. And they say, uh, no, 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 triple E. And I say, no, 5E. E, and they say, no, it's, it's probably triple E. And come here, I'm going to measure you, and I put it down. And they go, wow, damn. <coughs> you should have my father on the show. He's a 6 Really? Yes. yes. Wow! All growing up, we used to get the. He has to order his shoes from a company called Hitchcock. That's where I get them. Yeah. That's the only come place. On. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only place. And we, I did it for years, um, mail order in the old days. And it's way uh, South Shore yeah. somewhere. And I went down once, and I see people coming in with wheelchairs and stuff. They got their foot run over by a steamroller or something. All these handicapped people and stuff, and I come walking in. And they have all my information and stuff because it's the only place I get them. Yeah. And, uh, oh, no, we have your stuff here. Wow, you can walk, Mr. Garofalo. Yes, I
4: can. Now, do they have, <laughs> like, uh, normal brands or is it their own uh, branding? It's, what, it's why I wear what I It's fi,
5: It's 5E. There's nothing normal about <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, so
4: you're not getting Nikes or. <clears throat> no. Okay.
1: No. So it is what it is. But your dad's a 6E, huh? He's a 6E, yeah. So we had Casey,
6: uh great cowboy boot manufacturer, make him a pair of boots, and he loves them. So. And he did it. They
5: yeah. were able to do it. No mm-hmm. kidding, huh? You could gain a couple of inches with the heel. Just saying. Yeah,
1: I could probably hurt myself, You can too. get those
6: cool Marco Rubio shoes. Have you seen his boots? No, Marco Rubio. Oh, yeah, he's wearing hey. these, like, 1960s dance heels. Oh, yeah, it's unbelievable. Got a lot heel. of abuse for it, too. Yeah, it's not going well.
1: Really? <laughs> it's not going well. See if we can bring that back. Right now it's time to bring back a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars.
4: They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha!
5: It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right, that's Asylum. A cafeteria worker at an Idaho middle school gave a free lunch to a 12-year-old student who said she was hungry. Lunch lady... Delaney Bowden told reporters that the middle school student didn't have the $1.70 to pay for the hot lunch, so of course she waved her through the line and gave it to her, and then she said she offered to pay for the lunch herself, but her supervisor said no and placed her on leave before the school district decided to fire her. This is not an example of political correctness going too far. It is, however, an example of pure insanity. That's asylum. They're coming
4: to take me away, haha. Huh? True, true story?
0: True story. True story. And after a public outcry, the school district offered the lady her job back, and she wasn't sure if she was going to take it. And that's the last I saw of it in the news.
5: Wow. Oh, Barry, you can take over the asylum segment?
0: I'm validating that that's a true story. All
5: you had to do was say it's true, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Go at it.
0: Wow.
1: Don't need to add anything to that. It's
6: a turf war up here.
0: <laughs> Next week,
1: uh, setting up a humidor we're going to talk about. We're going to show you the proper ways to use your humidor, and we're going to show you a humidor that actually uh, is basically uh, fireproof, waterproof. It floats, floats in the ocean. Nice. We're going to show you the refrigerated Julian's version. Fries. Yeah, Julianne's fries. Um and uh, everything about humidors, so we'll gear up for that.
4: When well, you get into the, uh, the difference between, I forget what it's called, but like the manual, um, read analog, versus... and digital, and, yeah. analog, and digital, yeah. Well, what happened
5: is we've, we've probably got seven or eight emails of people with humidor questions. And when we started to see a pattern, we said, you know what, let's do a humidor segment. But you, we couldn't do the humidor segment. Some of these are, are older emails yeah. before people got their new humidors for Christmas. So we put
1: it off. I think now it's now awesome. you've
5: got your humidor, so we're going to teach you everything you need
1: to know about humidors. There we go. Uh, The following week, I'm going to go to the Dominican Republic, and I'll come back with some cigars, and we'll talk about what's happening down there, what's going on. February 6th, we'll announce the real cigar of the year. You've heard the other ones. We're going to tell you what the real cigar of the year is. That's on the February 6th show. And um, uh, February 13th, I'll be back from D.C., Uh, Going to Washington, D.C. We're going to get the the rundown of the FDA final rulings and everything. Uh, So I'll come back with that. And um, moving ahead to – National Cigar Smoking Day. National Cigar. Did you know there was such a thing? No. National Cigar Smoking Day is February 27th. It is a Saturday this year. It's every year that they have one, and it usually falls in the middle of the week, but this this time it falls on a Saturday, so we'll uh, uh, pay homage to National Cigar Smoking Day by smoking cigars. Maybe we'll smoke a whole ton of them. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Um, On the March 5th show, it ought to be interesting because I have only once ever taken a day off of the show and we're not going to tape the show i'm actually not going to be here because there's three of you guys uh the last time jonathan did it by himself tough
5: oh yeah Um,
1: this time it'll be three years no dave show i'll be in cuba at the habanos festival following the cuba i'm gonna go right from there to taa Mm -hmm. to, to mexico from there and uh when i return there on march 12th i'll tell you Uh, Everything about that. Or maybe this time I'll leave out some details so I don't get myself in as much trouble as I did before. The Cigar Authority's 60th anniversary show is April 2nd. And uh, we're going to move all the way ahead till September for Barry Stein's wedding. Which
0: we have figured out. We're renting a beach house in Rye. We're going to do it in lieu of gifts. Everybody bring a dish. Wow. I'm going to get stuff for the barbecue. Mm. And my fiance, Heidi, wants me to remind Eric Hansen... She would love for you to get your JP license and to be the person to perform the ceremony. I will officiate.
1: This is crazy. Wow. This,
0: this is, is insane. Absolutely. The show's this live. This could be the asylum segment
1: right here. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and I would say it
6: has could never another been. cigar company sponsor me? Like, that's
1: right. <laughs> have you proven that your former marriage in the Dominican Republic is null and void?
0: Yes, it nev- never happened. It's never. been a big Ooh. joke. Yes. In on it from the beginning, but it was a big joke. Big joke. (laughs) I do have a mailbag
5: concerning the uh, show. I'm glad you brought it up. Okay. That I'll be uh, sitting in your chair. Uh, The more I listen to the show, James Beard writes, the more I can't help but notice Jonathan's ego, misspelled by the way, it's J-O-N, not J-O-H-N, ego issues. Listening to him say how he was going to sit in Dave's chair made me laugh. He is the weakest link on the show. I vote for Chuck and Barry to host the show when Dave is in Cuba. Please put this pompous windbag in check. It's getting more and more difficult to listen to him each and every week. James, I love you. It's awesome. He Thank likes you. this
4: stuff. He feeds off it.
5: I may not even let them both be on camera. I don't want to
1: show them these things, but I feel like I'm going to show it to you, but just throw it away, these windbags or whatever. He puts it up on the wall. Yeah,
5: this is getting framed. We (laughs) We may have the first show ever with two producers so I can take up the whole stage myself,
1: James. Just for you. Why do they hate you so much? I don't know. Why do you hate Mr. There's <laughs> a question for the Duran <laughs> <Yeah>. segment. <laughs> I do hate this man. Of what is the reason behind it? I yeah. don't get it because I love the guy. I don't get it. I don't get it.
5: Why do you hate Mr. Jonathan? It's all right in votes and he's, a pa- <laughs> he's pompous. He's got an ego. He's right? bald. Yeah. Uh,
9: he likes men. Yeah, Not him. that there's anything wrong with Not that. that. There's anything wrong with he's that. He got a
1: gun.
5: I do have a gun. I'm packing
9: right now.
1: All right, let's see what Barry's got. He's got the best tweets of the week, which he he tells me in advance might be a little weak, but let's see what we got, brought to you by Recluse Cigars.
0: It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigar that was built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you a balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. And these are the best tweets I saw all week. I'll never fly Virgin Airlines. Why would anyone want to fly an airline that doesn't go all the way? Boom! Every time I walk around the kitchen when I'm hungry, I feel a little bit like Pac-Man. No? Mm. Yeah. If paper beats rock, why are rocks used as paperweights? It's a good question. That's a good oh. question. Yeah. Mm. Arguing emotional. with your girlfriend or wife is much like getting arrested. Anything you say will be used against you.
3: True, true. Yes.
0: And the best tweet I saw all week? Women seem to want security. At least that's what they yell whenever I approach them.
3: <laughs>
0: Today's <laughs> social media segment was brought to you by Recluse Cigars, Rolled and Tubar, the, the old Cuban way, for an effortless and perfect draw every, every time.
1: It's funny because it's true. It's funny because it's true. The care package is almost sold out. We have 28 spots left, which is going to round to the even number of 500, and then we're going to actually shut it down for a while, let some people get out and free up some space or whatever. But 500 is good, right? 500 people that smoke along with us. I wish you
5: had stopped at 100.
1: Yeah, we're going to stop. So 28 spots left. Uh, If you're interested in doing it, go on to thecigarauthority.com. On the right-hand side, you'll see the care package. You click the button, and you'll get... Four cigars per month, it's 19.99 includes shipping. Well worth your money if you want to tag along with us and smoke along with us. It's fun to do. Best idea ever. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But the problem is, I, I looked through it. This is the beginning of the year when we look at finance and how things work out and stuff. We're getting killed. There's no way we can possibly put four cigars out and profit, including shipping. Uh, it's impossible. It's impossible to do. And plus, I don't want to smoke cheap crappy cigars so we throw great stuff in like what we smoke today and here's your 20 dollars just in today's two smokes alone with the shipping is more than your 20 dollars worth but you didn't get two you got four the next ones go out at the end of this month uh 28 spots left then we're shutting it off uh so that's that so uh with that being said it's time for the classic three-way brought to you by classic cigars
5: you've heard of
9: Yes, baby! That I came from,
5: yeah. Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at Two twoguyscigars.com, that's Two twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar.
1: Okay, it'll be Barry, Mr. Jonathan, and Eric Hansen from Hammer and Sickle. Ooh. Head to head. Uh, you know how it works, Eric. The closest without going over. I'm going to say somebody's birthday, and you got to guess what year they were born. Closest without going over. Gives you a point. You get two points if you nail it exact. And we have one, two, three, four, five. Five uh, questions today, and today is January 9th. And it's the birthday of Jimmy Page, Barry Stein. Jimmy Page, Led Zeppelin guitarist and songwriter, who Rolling Stones magazine ranked third on their best list of top 100 guitarists of all time. He co wrote the classic Stairway to Heaven with Led Zeppelin and singer Robert Plant. The song featured the most impressive guitar solos. Led Zeppelin broke up in the late 70s after their drummer died from asphyxiation to vomit. Isn't that wow. special? Jimmy Page, born today, what year, Barry Stein?
0: 1941.
1: 1941, he says. 44. 44, says Mr. Jonathan. 1942. 42, right in between. A great movie. Somebody got two points. It's me. Mr. Jonathan. Oh. 1944. Music two question, points. music
6: guy. It's just unfair. It is
1: unfair. It's going to Mr. Jonathan. Today is the birthday of the late, great Richard Milhouse Nixon. U.S. President, 37th President of the United States, who became the first president to resign from office after the aftermath of the Watergate scandal. Many accomplishments that he had included bringing the end to the Vietnam War, uh, relations with the Soviet Union, becoming the first president to visit the People's Republic of China. He and Bill Clinton forged a close bond. During the Clintons' first term, uh, to a surprise to many. And the Clinton said uh, they were devastated by the passing of Richard Nixon. But he was born today. What year was he born? 1920. 1920, he says. Eric. I'm going to go with 1927. 27. 1911. 11 for the point. It's 1913. Barry Stein. He's
0: down here Googling, by the way.
1: Don't Google it. <laughs> Keep your hands off the computer. Don't look at wait, what they wait say. Wait just
0: start a rumor. Google. Eric
1: Hansen, this is to you. Today's the birthday of Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews, rock singer, singer, and guitar player for the Dave Matthews Band. Isn't that odd that he became the head guy of the band named after his same name, Dave Matthews? It's band. like the Luke Ehrlich's disease. It's unbelievable. Won a Grammy Award for the song So Much to Say, has written singles like Where Are You Going and Some Devil. He inspired generations of rock bands to utilize acoustic guitars and loosely. Liberal lyrics. He worked at IBM and as a bartending job at Miller's Bar before uh, he was living in Char- Charlottesville, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, born today, Dave Matthews. What year was he born? Uh, 1971. 71, he says. Barry, 68. 68. 68. I get 69. 69. You guys are all over. 67. Ooh. 67. It's all over. Close, but no cigar right there. And this is going to Barry Stein. Mm-hmm. Barry Stein, today is the birthday of Bob Denver. Bob Denver, TV Rocky actor. Rocky High. No. Nope. My favorite pilot. Who starred in the television series The Many Lives of Dolby Gillis as Maynard G. Krebs and also played the part of Gilligan in Gilligan's Island. Ah, the late did. great Bob Denver. Born today, what year?
0: Uh, 1922. 22,
1: he says, Mr. Jonathan. Uh, I'm going to be over. 1950. 50? There. 1944. 44. Barry Stein's going to take it at 22. It's 35. Barry Stein, 2. Mr. Jonathan, 2. Eric, you thought this was easy. They're professionals. I hate this. You hate this? (laughs) No, this is genuinely stupid. uh, You know something? We're we're done. It's actually a tie. I thought I had five. I have four. What I have here is. Damn, it's over? uh, I have some questions for you in case of a tiebreaker. So we have a tie. All right. So I'm out. The skipper, you too. The skipper. Ooh. Just answer the question if you know it. What was his name on the show? His name of the person that was named called Skipper. He had a first and last name. What was it? John. Close. No, oh, Bob. It's Jonas Grubbsby. John mm. for he's a Skipper. Mm. No, I'm not giving you a point here. I mean, about, half a point. How about the professor? What was his name on the show? Professor Albert <laughs> Roy Hingsley, Humper of Marianne, Mister Howell. Mm.
0: Thurston Howell III. III. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he got a point there, so we got a point. Lovey. Oh, I just gave the answer. <laughs> <laughs> lovey Howell. Mrs. Howell was Lovey. Uh, how about Marianne? What was her last name?
0: Wells. <laughs> Whore.
1: <laughs> Summers. Mary Summers. Marianne oh, Summers. Uh, and Ginger. Last name
0: of Ginger. Rogers. Perfect. Yeah, uh, no. Um, red. I don't know.
1: Grant. Mm. Well, you're going to take mm-hmm. it, Barry, mm-hmm. so you didn't disappoint. Uh, this classic day in classic history was brought to you by Classic Cigars, available at Two twoguyscigars.com. That's Two twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a Classic Cigar. And a quick reminder, if it's your birthday, come into any Two Guys Smoke Shop location. That's Salem, Seabrook, or Nashua, New Hampshire, on your birthday, and they will cut and light a free Happy birthday cigar! Just and a, for you. Uh, a quick shout
5: out to John Sweeney, who celebrated his birthday this week. He came in for his happy birthday cigar on Thursday, which was his actual birthday. Nice uh, That's the way to do it. Yep. Turned forty-four, and he is also celebrating uh, getting a new job. He's going to be working closer to
1: home, less driving. So, congratulations, John! So we'll see him more often. We'll see him more often. Yeah. There we go. So we're smoking Labo M. This is uh, Aging Room's uh, new new baby. This is what they're paying attention to. This is what's getting the attention right now. I like it because it's mild in an aging room for me. This can be a go-to. I'm happy with it. Mr. Jonathan? I'm, I'm extremely happy. Listen, the burn is good. The draw is good. As Chuck pointed out, it
5: is packed with tobacco. Uh, lots and lots of flavor without having to deal with the strength, which becomes an issue for me. I'm really not into strong cigars, but I like lots of flavor. So this is, this is an easy go-to.
1: Okay, Eric Hansen, this is a competitor of yours. You can criticize. You can say nothing. You can do whatever you want. Very nice cigar. You like it?
5: Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm.
1: I
6: think uh, you know if you can't get your hands on a hammer and sickle for some reason, do I think would be a go. great second choice.
5: <laughs> Good call. Good call. So diplomatic.
4: You know, it does remind me of the icon a little bit. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more money.
1: <laughs>
0: Barry Stein. Uh, hammer and sickle Tradition La Boheme. The creation of the perfect storm. Mm. It's going to be hard to find a third cigar that will complete the day like the first two have.
1: Normally, you three-cigar-a-day guy? Three to five. Yeah. yeah? How about you, Eric Hansen? As many as I can get. You Chain smoker, just keep going,
4: going. On. Yeah, it's becoming a, it's, yeah, it's a thing now. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. And how about you, Chuck? You like it? Yeah, man. I think it's changed a little bit after that first third. Uh, picked up a little bit of strength. I think I'm getting a little bit more pepper notes now than I was in the beginning. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah, fantastic. As it
1: goes, I notice part of the care package as you're tasting it down. So sweet tart, sweetness to it, uh, not all that much strength is starting to come down. And we got some pepper that you would normally equate to maybe a Nicaraguan cigar,
5: but yeah,
9: it's yeah. not.
1: But yeah. we got some pepper notes. So I was just going to say it. Perfect.
5: It's got a bit of a, a whiskey finish. Yeah. So that, that oak-
0: That oaky quality to it. What's the wrapper? Ecuadorian Habano. Okay. There's definitely some oak notes, without a doubt, definitely. hands down. Definitely. Interesting.
1: Interesting cigar. Go ahead. Nailed it. <laughs>
5: I did. I nailed it. There <laughs> we go. All right. I, so. never, I never doubted it, James Beard,
0: because <laughs> my palate's that good. Oh, yes. I wrote the email. <laughs> <Harry Stone. laughs> Don't you know I write all the emails? <laughs> all right. So we got, uh, we got a few minutes here. Uh, what do we talk about?
1: We got a few minutes. Yeah, sometimes the show runs long and sometimes, sometimes not so goes, much. Sometimes
0: but it goes a short. Go. Mr. Hanson, what's more satisfying for you, the cigar kind of- industry or the spirit industry? Good question. Hmm. Um,
6: satisfying and delicious? Yeah, I guess uh, define. you have to define satisfying because they're very different things.
0: All right, which one's more enjoyable for you?
6: They're both exceedingly enjoyable.
4: Uh, for very different reasons.
1: Yeah, you get you.
5: If you had to, you get paid one. to play.
4: if you had to choose one, you could only do he's one. Gonna, he's going to take
1: the alcohol because <laughs> that's what a money is, right? That's a, if he's a businessman,
9: that's yeah, what he'd I mean, say. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the econo-
6: Listen, if it's an economic decision, it's you know, it is what Beards. it is. Yeah. Um, creativity and fun, and I'll tell you, this is this is the you know, I started off in beer, and the beer people I always thought were the best people. Uh, business-wise, in the world to deal with, and I, this the tobacco business has surpassed
1: that. I like the people in the tobacco business, and and that's probably a big reason why you see after people sell out or whatever ends up happening to them, they end up coming back. Yeah, in. They sit on
5: the sidelines. They can't wait to get back
1: in. Yeah, Steve Sack. It, it, it's really crazy that uh, people sell out of this business, and that they, they the, the whole world is out there. Anything you want to do now. And they go right back to the same exact spot, and no one's been uh, that I know of. And you, you,
6: you're mm-hmm. far a far greater student of this industry than I am. I'm not sure has has a comeback ever been really well executed. No, hmm.
1: no, especially, and it's going to be interesting. Maybe what, with the
6: exception of Korea. Uh,
1: this there, um, you know. It's never as good as it, it was. I mean, somebody bought them at their height, obviously, sure. and then took, felt that they could take it to even greater lengths. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're starting. The problem with starting all over again is they usually, uh, you know, at their height. And starting again is, again, with there's no employees, there's no staff, there's no nothing. And it, it's a very differently executed uh, product at that at that point. And it's got to be a little depressing because they left uh, as very looked upon and making millions of cigars to back to at the very beginning, the grind of it. Maybe they forgot what the grind was going to be like. But it's, well, when, uh, you,
5: when you buy a company out, you are essentially creating your next competitor because you know he's going to want to get back in. So wouldn't the best play be buy the company out and give the guy a job? And now
0: he is
1: They do, desire. And then, they, then they leave because they're not in the position they were before. They lost their creativeness. They lost being, got, being the king, right? You, you got say
0: Christian has made a comeback just to... Yeah,
1: yeah. Comeback. Christian Aroa Camacho mm-hmm. is... Uh, um, he did not start his company by any means. I mean, that no, company was, was started by his father forward. and uh, years of it. And But he did take that company from a, from a, a certain level mm-hmm. to a gigantic level. And uh, you can see that he's growing, uh, you know, he got uh, Cigar Journal Cigar of the Year. Yeah. And, um, you know.
5: What I find interesting in the cigar world is how many people become the face of their company, and then it loses its saleability, for example. So you've got someone like Rocky Patel. You can't really sell the Rocky Patel brand because he is Rocky Patel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Is that is that a reason, Eric, why you tend to not be in the limelight? I Other than being on the show. I mean, you don't go out and tout yourself as the owner of and Sickle or the president of the company or any of that. No. You're just a regular guy who I sells think, cigars. I
6: think brands are brands. I don't, you know, it's very difficult to to continue to put in the effort and the time and the consistency to be as visible as, as some of those folks are. Um, it's, it's It's a whole different business model. It's something very unique to them where it's them that's more important, I think, than the product, and I believe that the product's more important than I am. It's just a
1: difference in mentality. And when it comes to your hammer and sickle vodka, is it known that Eric Hansen is hammer and sickle vodka? Or no, not because, at all? It,
6: because no one in spirits, it, it's not about people. It's about brands. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's it, the it, brand it's, itself. It's not about... Um, and, again, there are two very sco- different schools within tobacco. There's, there are personality brands, and there are traditional brands.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there
6: is... You know, there's Zeno Davidoff's long gone.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that
6: that brand is still the cornerstone um, of class in our industry. That's sort of the benchmark of class, right? So they're they are what they're. Very interesting. Can I say one last thing? Yes, please. Um, you know, getting number eleven was was important to us, and I want to say thank you to one guy, Mike Cusano. Um, wow. Mike is the reason we are in. We are allowed to work uh, with Tabidom. He put that together. Uh, Mike, I don't know if you listen. I haven't talked in a very long time. I reached out a couple times. I love you.
1: I miss you, and I hope you're doing very well. There we go. Uh, There's a blast from the past yeah. there, and uh, I did talk to him. Uh, Happy New Year. So uh, uh, he reached out to me, so it's good, and um, I'll pass this on if I, if I possibly can. Next week, it's humidors, how they work, how to set them up, ones with refrigerators with built-in refrigeration in them, fireproof ones that float, There's all kinds of stuff out there. You think you've seen it all, you're going to see it all next week on The Cigar Authority. So uh, that and a couple of interesting cigars. So uh, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network.
5: And if you happen to be smoking your La Boheme, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth.
2: for a second i want to tell you about a fellow named dave and the fact that i have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up two guys smoke shop now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie Heaven.